Sound is speeding. Hello, welcome to the Monday edition of This Week with Drew. I'm here to talk and yell at you. It is my podcast for you. Big Drew Monday, coming at you twice a week. Twice a week with the podcast, because I got nothing else to do. As my forecast, I got a broadcast, and it's a podcast. Hi, welcome to the Monday edition of This Week with Drew. This is for Monday, January 13th, 2020. In the year 2020, the age of man has fallen, and the era of the computer has risen. Algorithmic overlords are the deciders of all that you consume. There is no originality, there is no creativity, there is only content. Praise be to the content lords, for I am ever sacrificing to you my time and my spirit and my will. May you keep me entertained and free from thinking of the atrocities of this world. May you allow me to stay plugged in and not contemplative of all that is existing around me, non-questioning thinking or urging myself to be free. (laughs) Amen. Praise be to our lords, Steve Jobs and Zuckerberg. It's true, man. Just fucking thumbing through it, bro. Just fucking thumb through your life, man. Just entertain yourself to death, man. I heard that phrase the other day. Just fucking people are just sitting around entertaining themselves to death, which I think is fucking... It's true, man. You just fucking... You just come home and you just eat dinner and then you just wait for night and just wait for unconsciousness. <laughs> oh, man. I've been... I've ta- I think I've talked about this before, but I've been just running through it, man. Just the fucking the monotony of the chugging along of the day-to-day and it's just easier to be placated with your fucking phone and just tv it used to be the great placator and now you just thumb through endless scrolling on your instagram just endless just forever there will be something to look at and even if it's something that you've looked at before you'll look at it again and just (laughs) courtney sent me a video of this (laughs) Courtney sent me a video of a Japanese game show where people sing karaoke. Steve-O from Jackass hosts it, and people sing karaoke, and as they're singing, they have to put their hand into a mystery box, and in the box is like, there was a snake. <laughs> so this woman is singing Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Like, maybe next time he'll think before he... <laughs> Just Screaming with the box of snakes. <laughs> and that's funny. That's just like, it seems like, it's like, that seems like a fake TV show from The Simpsons in the 90s or something. Like something like, like karaoke mystery box. But that's where we're at now, where it just doesn't even matter. If it sounds fucking stupid, people will watch it, man. Like if it just, it's just, it doesn't matter anymore. You can just make anything and people will watch it. I make this twice a week now and still 15 to 35 people watch this every week, man. It's just part of the fucking 
just another 15 minutes out of your life <laughs> just chipping away at it man you're just chipping away at the time that you have available that's what I've been struggling with man is like what do you want to do with the time that's uh, you know given to you because it could be snatched away from you at any moment so what are you going to do with that time man you got to do something meaningful do you learn do you help do you educate yourself? Do you educate others? Do you try to help people as much as you can? What is the best way to help people? What's the biggest problem going on? Can you even help fix that problem? Is there What's the top five problems? Are you going to be able to even influence those problems? What problems are, are you able to fix? Are you able to focus on, you know, just yourself? Or are you able to focus on humanity as a whole, man? It's, I, I don't know. There's lots of stuff to think about and, and talk about when it comes to just like your own you know, existence on this earth, <laughs> you know, that'll help a big old fucking jar. That'll help. But, um, I don't know why I brought this up. I just think that it's like, I've just been struggling with just like, what am I going to, you know, I'm going to tell jokes for the rest of my life and that's going to be awesome. But it's like, what else are you going to do, man? You don't have to, you can only do, you don't have to just only do that, you know, devote yourself to this seemingly fucking selfish pursuit. Like, what else are you going to do? Do you, what, what can you do? That's a good way to ask thing to ask yourself is like, what sort of uh, limitations am I operating within and how can I exceed within those limitations in any endeavor? Really? It could be whatever you're thinking about, man. But I think recognizing your limitations is a good thing. And then what do you do? Do you try to fix those and make them your strengths? Or do you just try to say, those are my limitations. I was born like this and let's try to just get good at what I'm already good at and just get super fucking good at that. You know, is there uh, a merit to be had for shoring up your weaknesses or is there something to be said for just focusing on, you know, what you're born for and then just ripping hard at that and then saying, you know what, maybe I'm not that sort of person and that's okay because there are people like that and they can do that, you know. Fuck, this quest for perfection is sometimes forced upon us by thumbing through all those Instagrams and all those fucking memes like, yo, no matter what, do you like you're a champion, like 10 things to give yourself a break on and all this shit. And like, you're good no matter what, like all these inspirational fucking posts that people put, like keep your nose to the grindstone sort of fucking two feet in a heartbeat sort of bullshit, man. You know, I don't know. I feel like I've talked about this before, but it's true, man. You just reinforced this idea is just reinforced these this reinforced mediocrity because <laughs> it gives you the same fucking shot in the back of your head as actually doing it man there's a couple of studies that i've read about where it's just like the act of talking about doing something or posting now posting about it on the internet releases the same sort of hit as if you were to actually do that man like there's people like how many fucking rappers do you know it's like yo big things coming stay tuned like blah 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 like we out here like you know like sort of shit and it's like that's not you know you're just giving yourself that same hit man i just think think that it's just good to just fucking put your nose to the grindstone and just keep ripping and just keep your head down and say fuck it and if only fucking 20 people listen to your podcast every week then fucking a man that is good. <laughs> that means 20 people. You know how hard it is to get? That's good. You 20 people are nice, man. I like because you are still listening to this. <laughs> and you find value in it some for some reason, which validates me. I don't... It's because a lot of what it can be now is just like... 
is, is how much how big your numbers are and that you'll never be validated unless you have x amount of like likes or views or shares or comments or whatever the fuck that that is a is the only measure of success and validation but i don't know man if you can reframe it i'm trying to at least i'm at least i'm talking about it and putting it out there but trying to reframe it is like you know even if you can have an impact on a few people and 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 have them you know understand your point of view and and want to fucking sh- get on the train with you and just ride this thing out and see where it goes then fucking hey man then you got a little crew <laughs> you know it's better than fucking trying to you know appeal to everybody and not really being good at anything you know like i was saying like fuck are you just gonna try to shore up your weaknesses and try to just be an even like seven across the board like it's like when you're making tony hawk a custom guy you know you can never make full 10 points but it's like you got to put some points in style like where are you gonna put your points (laughs) there's no way to have maxed out stats man you can't have maxed out stats some people do, like The Rock it has maxed out stats for sure. That guy is just fucking non-stopping killing it, bro. The Rock is so sick. I fucking love The Rock, man. I loved him when he was The Rock and he had the people's eyebrow and the people's elbow. And that was a good thing. It was the people's. It didn't belong to him. It was the people's eyebrow. It was the people's elbow. Elbow. It was for the people, man. <laughs> That's why The Rock was so fucking... It wasn't fucking... It was for the people, man. The Rock is for the people. And he was a good... He was a fucking... He was a face, but he was a mean face. He wasn't. A, he was. He was gonna bully the bullies, man. That was what the good thing about The Rock was: was that when they turned him face, that he was a bully for the bullies, and he was laying the fucking rock bottoms and the people's eyebrow, and he came in and he's like, "Fuck you! I'm for the people, man." <laughs> the Rock is for the people. Oh, man. Fuck yeah, dude. I just missed Attitude Era wrestling so fucking bad. Like, I wish that wrestling is the sort of thing that you could have just, like, dust off the old guys. But it's just too fucked up, man. It's a young man's game, man. You don't want to be all saggy old Ric Flair looking like a leather tan... <laughs> and like he had my when Ric Flair came back, like, in the, like, early 2000s and he was rolling with, like, Triple H and shit like that... I don't know, man. It was funny. He just looked because he was still muscly. He was like working out and juicing and stuff. But he had old guy's skin like sagging off of him anyways. And he was all tan. So it was like this muscly. He'd be flying through the air and his like his muscle body would go. And then there would be this like of skin like trailing in the wind behind him. (laughs) And like he would just get chopped and it would just fucking. Because he was just old and leathery and Ric Flair and all fucked up. I wonder how many times Ric Flair's had chlamydia, bro. Probably so many. <laughs> He's pro- <laughs> he probably is a carrier. He's probably like patient zero of like a very unique strain of chlamydia that nobody's ever heard of before. <laughs> that he started it. It's just like, yeah, you got this certain form of chlamydia. Like the origins is actually Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Oh, man, I'm having fun today. This is nice. Um, Okay, good. What kind of segments do we got? Oh, let's do this. Fucking, uh, we got this. Um. (laughs) 
Fucking Jeopardy uh, recap. I haven't talked about this in a while because it's been going on, but right now is the Jeopardy greatest of all time tournament of champions. So right now they've got the three greatest Jeopardy players of all time. Uh, Longtime listeners of the podcast will know about James Holtzauer. James Holtzauer has t- over 20 Jeopardy records. He's won the most amount of money in a single day, $110,000 on a single episode of Jeopardy. Up until the point of James Holtzauer, the single day record was like something like $71,000. This guy's average was $77,000 per game as he was playing. So he was averaging higher than every other Jeopardy. I've, I've compared it to this before, but it's like if a hockey player were to get on the ice and score two hat tricks every single night, every single fucking night, double hattie every single single time I step on the ice. James Holtzauer versus Ken Jennings in uh, the early 2000s, 2001, 2002 Jeopardy. Up until that point, if you had won five games in a row, your time as a champion was done. Um, around 2003-2, they busted it open and said, you can just keep on winning. Right after that time, Ken Jennings got on the show and he won 74 games in a row. 74 games in a row. This guy will never be beat, man. It's, really, it's going to be really, really hard to beat this record of 74 games in a row versus so James Holtzauer versus Ken Jennings longest running champion of all time first guy to really become a Jeopardy celebrity and the third guy Brad Rutter this guy is an OG guy he was on Jeopardy before they instituted the win as many as you want rule so he was a five-day champion he got nerfed and then he won continued to win tournament of champion after tournament of champion after tournament of champion this guy's won like four or five tournament of champions since his time on Jeopardy in the early 2000s thousands uh and he's won over four million dollars he's won more money on game show history than any other american so you got three fucking titans alex trebek pancreatic cancer not doing so well visibly not healthy okay you can see it in his face you can hear it in his voice that he is not a well but he is powering through this as a true professional of his chosen field I was going to say broadcasting. I guess broadcasting. But he's a game show host. Anyways, tournament of champion. Greatest of all time. So this is three heavyweights, bro. James Holtzauer changed the meta. Ken Jennings, untouchable. Brad Rutter, highest winning guy of all time. Fucking crazy. Night one, Ken Jennings takes the night. They're doing two back-to-back episodes in a one-hour span. They play one game. They play two games. They add up the totals from the two games. Whoever wins that wins the match for the night. First to three matches wins. So first night, Ken Jennings takes it. Second night, Holtzauer takes it. Third night, fucking Jennings takes it. So now we're at two versus ones. Brad Rutter is just shit in the fucking bed, buddy. I don't know if he's nervous or if he is uncomfortable playing in the Holtzauer meta, as is required, you need to go all in on every single double Jeopardy, man. And if you don't do that, then you have no chance of beating this fucking guy because he's winning with $87,000, okay? Crazy right now. Apparently, these ratings are getting higher than NBA fucking playoffs. Isn't that fucked up? And you would think that that's not true, but Jeopardy is a a show that's on fucking regular broadcast networks, okay? So this is a fucking show that is easily accessible. You don't need cable or shit like that. Sometimes you don't get sports channels. If you get regular-ass cable, you get fucking Jeopardy at 7.30 after the news, buddy. So people fucking love Jeopardy and you got all of America. You got fucking like 50 million fucking people watching that shit. (laughs) It's crazy, man. So yeah, shit's popping off on Jeopardy. Greatest of all time. Tournament of Champions, bro. Fucking Holtzauer. Jennings, Holtzauer, Jennings. 
Who's it going to be, man? My money's on Jennings. Honestly, he has adapted to the whole tower meta and uh, is not scared by it. In fact, he is fucking emboldened. And Holtzauer, I think, is a little bit scared of Jennings. Um, pretty fucking crazy shit, man. Yo, wow, nice. We just did it. Okay, fucking A, what is that? Okay, nice. Boom. There we go. The Monday edition. This week with Drew. The Monday edition. Yeah, starting off with a song. Yeah. Have a good week. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah.